How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm here. I'm here. Something to be said for that. Yep. I was just going to maybe explain to the listeners why I've been absent for a while. Sure. Maybe. If you want to do that, that's okay. Back to the bin. All right, I'm back. And he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Look who's back. Back again. The Chris sound of a can of Diet Mountain Dew. Now, is, is, is Diet Mountain Dew available in bottles instead of cans? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be, pre- wouldn't that be preferable? Well, unfortunately, and you can make this the preamble, unfortunately, uh, that's what they picked up. That's all that was available because uh, I guess nobody else in my house can go to the flipping store except me anymore. So that's what they ordered on the Walmart pickup. Uh-huh. Uh, and all they had was cans. And I'm just like, look, I'll take it in any form I can get it. You know, if I could get it intravenously or snort it, I'd take those options. Understood. But sometimes the cans are. They do have a, a slightly different taste than the bottles. I can tell the difference. I prefer Not, pretty much everything. Every all, all drinking items I prefer in. Uh, in, in bottles bottles over cans well like if you poured it out and put it in a glass I don't think I could tell the difference but I could well obviously I could tell the difference like, like if you could pour it from the can straight into my throat I think I could tell the difference than if you did it from a bottle I d- I'm not sure if you poured it in my mouth if I would notice the difference but when I have to actually drink it from well yeah that obviously particular... you feel the can so yeah I mean that's that's a little different but uh but uh, the cans, eh, see if the cans aren't quite as good being super hot. I like the cans cold, I, the bottles I can drink hot. Don't ask me. It's just my preference. And, and this brings me to like the, the show, Fat, the movie Fatso, when they're talking about fruit. <laughs> it's been a while. You're going to have to refresh my memory. It's like, a, it's like, I don't know, he offers them like a, a cold something. And he's like, I don't, oh, he offers, I think he offers them a cold apple. And and he, he's he's he just goes off on his whole rant about how he likes things his fruit room temperature, except 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 apple pie apple pie I like hot with a scoop of vanilla ice cream yes. Get the honey, Junior. It's you, just you you do that way better than I do. Get the get the honey, Junior. <laughs> In mine, I'll have a little fresh squeezed orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Lemon in yours? No, no. In mine, I want a little fresh squeezed orange juice. Uh, okay. That movie is hit and miss in a lot of spots, but largely it's it's hit. <laughs> uh, yeah, at work today, we somebody's retiring, so somebody brought them in a cake. And um, one of the guys I work with, he's... 
he's trying to work out and you know, eh, he's in his 40s. He's going through that thing where you think you're going to get healthy. And I'm like, eh, yeah, okay, <laughs> keep working on that. Those well, days are you. gone. <laughs> See you in 10 years, buddy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, my trainer's telling me that, you know, I've still got the explosive muscles. I'm like, yeah, your muscles are going to explode and they're going to go, ah, we give up. I'm like, okay, all right, good luck with that. But it was, I was like, hey, man, you want you want a piece of this cake that's out here? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm like, all right, well, I'll tell you what. I'll cut like a half an inch slice piece of the cake. Because it was like a big, big cake, like a regular cake cake, not a sheet cake. So I'm like, I'll just cut you like, you know, a half an inch. No, no, no. I'm like, okay, I'll go one better. I'll cut a one-inch slice, and I'll eat your piece. <laughs> that way I'm not having – that way I'm saving you. He's like, but you got diabetes. Eh. I'm also 52 now. Eh. <laughs> Aren't you worried about that? Uh, every day, man. Every day. I, you know, it's, it's like a crapshoot. Which leg will go first? But I take my medication – Doctor tells me I need insulin, and I'm like, no. So, you know, if you lost weight, you'd probably be able to manage. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know. But I hover between 275 and 280 all the time, like a rock. I'm right there. So, and no matter what I eat, I seem to do that. Of course, it, of course, with the volume goes up, it had my weight did go up, but. Uh, but I, I, that's where I've been staying. But, uh, you know, I should eat better. Might yeah, kill me. So should we all, my friend. And this no. being sedentary isn't helping me any. No. No. I mean, I at least, with work, I walk. Like, I could sometimes walk between five to 14,000 steps a day, depending on what I do. Man, those 14,000 step days, though, I feel it. I feel it at the end of the day. It's hard. I can imagine. You know, I mean, you think, oh, it's just 14,000 steps. You go walk around for 14,000 steps. Figure out how, I mean, it's like a couple, it's like at least a two miles or something. I, I don't remember. Anyway, well, I guess we'll move into the show proper at this point. There you go. Now that we've had some ramble. Ramble, ramble, ramble. on. So, we are here to discuss, not necessarily a, a lot of comic talk, but I just wanted to... Maybe explain to some uh, listeners that have been concerned about my absence over the past months and, and kind of, you know, maybe years or some strangeness or crankiness. Due, due to the uh, idiosyncrasies of our release schedule, I have you have been like perpetuated. Oh, yeah. Even even during the, the span where you haven't been recording with us. But you got a lot of explaining to do. Yep, yep. And I guess my first defense I always go to is the Captain <laughs> Kirk Star Trek V defense. You need I need pain? my pain. I need my pain. I want my pain. My pain is my own. It makes me who I am. See, my first defense is always, hey, screw this. We do it for free. Don't complain. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's the whole thing about, you know keeping your pain in because my wife is always uh she's been on me mo more so recently because uh she's like maybe you need a therapist and then you know the first thing i'm like you know i need my pain i want my pain and, and then <laughs> at, 
And then the second thing is I'm not going to listen to somebody who's just going to tell me what I what they think I want to hear to make me feel better because you're just getting paid to do a job. So I don't really believe in therapists. You know, I mean, I'd probably believe a friend more than a complete stranger being paid to talk to me. You know what I mean? I'm taking that as a cry for help. You want me to talk to you? Well, you well, you've talked to me. You and Scott have talked to me, and you know, I, you know a lot of the things that have been going on. I, I'd say the past five years has been kind of tumultuous. Tumultuous? Tumultuous? I think it's tumultuous. Tumultuous. It's been bad. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, just for everybody listening, uh, you know, I don't mean to make light of Bill's uh, issues that he may have had over the last couple of years. But But I do it myself, and that's why some people don't understand when I finally lose my shit, I lose my shit (laughs) because I've done it at work a few times. And they're like, they just give me a wide berth and stay away from me. And the same thing happens at home because I, I, I hide a lot of things with humor and everybody thinks I'm the jolly fat man, <laughs> and sometimes the jolly fat man goes off all over the edge. But continue. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of, uh, and, and again, I, I don't mean to make light of it, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to take your your things very seriously, but also be kind of slightly entertaining at the same time. And I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about uh, John Candy and Stripes. A lot of people tell me I swallow my aggression, along with a lot of pepperoni pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. I kind of hide my stuff a lot behind humor and and other things, but eventually it just you know I go in waves. I uh, I mean my astrological sign is Cancer, which means you're moody, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, I mean I, and sometimes I wonder if I've got a touch of bipolar. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I've never seen a sign of bipolar from you, quite frankly. Uh, I, I have seen some people who I would define as bi- bipolar, so it's not that I don't have. First of all, I have no clinical experience whatsoever, so let's let's make that clear. But I've well, seen people who I believe are my pol- bipolar, and I've seen some people who have been diagnosed as bipolar. And I don't think you have the telltale symptoms of it. I think, if anything, uh, again, you know, I couldn't be more amateur than I am. But if anything, I think you've suffered from a level of depression on occasion. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think I go in waves. And, like, I try to ride that high wave as long as I can and keep my spirits up, but then I eventually fall and get stuck in a place, you know. I mean, I've uh, – I, I think I've – over the years, I've, I've actually been in contact with Andy more about that, uh, Andrew Leyland. That Andy, when that Andy, Andy is, is a great psychotherapist. Andy he, is He really English is. Therapist. He's a great ear. To, for listening to things and, and to to kind of let you, uh, you know, vent, but also give you, like, opinions as to what's reasonable and what's not. He really is a, a very good source of that, and I don't mean to put pressure on him to, to have to perform in some way, but but he just <laughs> it's just something he, he's got a, a, a level of skill at. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know... I've, I've said since, since we started... You know, basically, since we became good friends, which is coming up on close to 10 years now uh in in that time you are uh i think one of the funniest guys i know and i've always heard that people with depression a lot of times mask the depression with humor i you know again I, i couldn't be more amateur than i am i don't mean to talk like i really have any training or 
you know, inside knowledge on things. But this this is the things I've heard about. And, you know, to, to try and be fair from, from your end, you have gone through a lot in the last couple of years, just, you know, with your mom, your, your stepdad, you know, all sorts of things that, that have gone on in your life. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm impressed that you've dealt with a lot of it as well as you have. And I don't mean to keep interrupting. I want to give you the platform no, 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 to no. talk. So I'm going to, I'm going to back off a little bit and let you tell everybody what you think. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, um, one of the, uh, I mean, I'm not going to give my whole life story. That would be a podcast in its own because there's so many strange things that have happened. But one thing I will say is that there's been many things throughout my entire life that has molded me into the person I am now. And my wife calls us, says that I'm a catastrophizer. And the way we define that, I don't know if it's a real thing, is that I am always looking for what, 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 what bad, what, what is going to happen that's going to be bad almost in any situation I get into. I always look for the worst case scenario so that I can plan for it. Now, some may think, oh, well, hey, that's a great idea. Not when you, you kind of get a little obsessive with it to the point that you begin to worry and like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Why, you know, I got to be ready for this. I need to know what to do. And to do a quick overview, uh, early life, uh, my mom, I love my mom, but my mom was married, like, uh, I believe 10 times. Be, and at least before I was on my own, uh, let me see, one, two, three, at least seven or six times before I joined the Navy and went on my own life. And a lot of that was moving through schools, moving states, living with my grandmother, going here, going there, uh, living in, going to four different schools in the ninth grade of high school, uh, subsequently getting like a lot of my records messed up and not getting ahead as far as I could and, you know, so early on, I always looked, there was no sense of permanence in a lot of things. It's like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm here, but this may not last, was what I grew to, to kind of, and I didn't even come to this. I told you this, I think, a few weeks ago. I kind of came to, came to this epiphany, because I didn't realize that's what I was doing, because, because my wife asked me, she's like, well, what do you want to do when you retire? I had no answer. Now, a lot of people may have no answer because they just hadn't thought about it, but it's like I can't even envision it <laughs> because that's there's so many things that could go wrong. I started to think about it. Well, you know, uh, I'll probably be dead before then, or this or that. It's so it you know then it became like, well, I got to make sure I get everything straightened up so that when I'm gone, my wife can enjoy her retirement because I'm not going to be there. So I I can't even see. I can only see a few years in the future. I can't plan. I, I have a hard time planning long term, which may be why I've I've jumped from job to job, usually in the same field but different companies. Like I I. It's. I don't know if I sabotage myself. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm jumping all all around, but uh, but anyway, a lot of that lately has, uh, uh, and especially, and you, you know, Paul, that like in the past f five years, a lot of uh, things happened in um, regards to my 
my my mom and her husband that she had been with, he passed away about five years ago, and uh, you know I was helping her along with a lot of things, and um, you know when actually when he was sick, trying to help her along with things, helping her with their house and this and that. Because she should have had surgery and things like for her health, but she kept putting it off because she was more worried about her husband. And then when her husband passed away, you know, I kept trying to help her, but then she kept spiraling down. And, you know, I'm not going to go into the horror stories, but if anybody's ever seen an episode of Hoarders, you know, you could see some really uh, bad things in a home where someone can't take care of themselves but the same person refuses to leave and you try and try to do things and eventually she passed away in that home because it it, it came to the point to where no matter what I did I couldn't get her out of where she lived and debts piled up and she refused to, to leave I mean you know, I know. See, I'm rambling just just because it's all it's all so much. It was all so much during that time, and it's she's been passed away now, almost three years. But there's still everything is still, you know, here. You know, I can I can close my eyes and I'm right back in her, her her house and I can smell things and I can see things and I can taste things and it's almost like a part of me is never going to get out of that house and one of the things I had to do because when she passed away I completely walked away from her house I because she still owed money to the bank and things like that and it was so overwhelming and, and there were so many things Family. I mean, I took as many family items out of her house that I could, and and but at the same time left like so many of her personal possessions that if there is a, a heaven or a hell, she's gonna be waiting for me. <laughs> so, but that's the person she was. She was very materialistic and, and kept things, and that's why it was so overwhelming when she passed away. I'm like, I I, I can't take all this. I, I so. Now it's gotten me to the point in my life where I look at all the things that I have amassed and I'm like, what's going to happen to all this when I'm gone? Why am I still buying comic books? Why am I still – why do I have so much shit that people are, when I'm gone are just going to throw away and get rid of because it doesn't have the meaning to them that it had to me? Now some things – so I've been going through purging a lot of personal items. It's like, you know, why am I still keeping this? This is only for me. I mean I usually ask other people in the house, do you want to keep this and you know, the, the. So now being as to why I haven't been on the show, I've – because of all this going on, you know, I've just kind of lost a lot of interest in things and, and – I mean, lost interest in playing video games, and and I've totally stopped collecting comic books, like brand new comic books. You know, not even collecting the Avengers anymore. Just, just out, done. You know, if I could maybe get them 
you know, months or years from now in some cheap bin, that's about the only way I'm going to buy them because I'm not, uh, I'm just not going to buy it anymore. And, and in all honesty, then now I'm jumping to another topic. I haven't really been happy with like Disney and a lot of things they've been doing with the properties that they've bought. So it's like I told you and, and, and Scott, I, I'm not going to really come on any show that promotes Marvel. Now, granted, we're talking about old comic books, but if we talk about old comic books and people can't go find those old comic books in stores, in, in uh, comic shops, then they're going to be driven to buying trade paperbacks, and that in turn puts money in, in Marvel and Disney's pockets. And I refuse, right at this point in my life, to put any more money in their pockets. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm silly. I'm going to interrupt you for a second there, and I'm going to tell you, you know, you and I have discussed this, and you and I and Scott have discussed it, and Mm -hmm. I I don't disagree with you. Uh, I have problems with some of the things Disney has done, too, and some of their attitudes, and some of the things that I think that they've done that I think have been very phony. (coughs) Excuse me. But all that said... uh, I guess I don't I don't share the while while I totally totally respect your stand on it uh, I just haven't been motivated to give up my own <laughs> pleasure of back Marvel issues uh, oh, so you know I've we've we've come to an agreement my... for whatever whatever it's worth that we are you know we will continue to do some Marvel and Disney Star Wars things on the mm-hmm. show occasionally but we're going to totally respect Bill's position and. Certainly, never question it, and we'll just, you know, Bill won't be on those shows. That's all. Yeah, I mean, Um, unless the time comes where you say, you know what, I've made my protest and I want to come back, then, you know, the door is always wide open for you. I mean, DC hasn't quite pissed me off in most things, and I've been branching more and looking at other independent stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, I've I've got opinions on some of the Marvel stuff they've been putting out, but. I don't want to drive people to go pay pay money for it. In all honesty, you know, I mean, the only reason I've any, seen anything on Di- Disney Plus is, you know, through a connection that someone has. It, you know, I can watch it, but I'm not buying it. I mean, it's bad enough I buy Hulu, which they have like a certain percentage of. <laughs> That's like the only the only the only the only bit of money they're getting from me. So. Yeah, I know. I'm crazy. Maybe it's just because I'm looking for something to be angry with, so I've chose Marvel and Disney as my what's you know the only you know I have to fight something. Fight the power, man. Hey, like I said, I, I while I'm I'm not taking the same stand as you, I couldn't respect you. You know, I couldn't respect your position more than I do. I I, I definitely think uh, standing by your uh, your beliefs and you know when you see something you don't like, just saying hey, you know what, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to support it. I, I I totally respect that. And sometimes I think, boy, I suck that I'm that I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, but you know, everybody's everybody's got to do their own thing. You know. I will say this about Loki. I liked it until I didn't, and that's all I'll say. Fair enough. Um, and I believe, Paul, you'll figure that out. <laughs> Because it hasn't happened yet, because I know how far you've watched. Yes, I, I'm not totally up to date on it, so you've seen more than I have. 
and then we'll see when I decide I don't like it anymore, or if, oh, it, maybe or, or if it affects me the same way. Yeah, so I was just, just going to say that. Uh, we will see. But anyway. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll come on for that show. But Just so I can have for a, what dis- it's worth, a possible uh, dissenting opinion. Yeah, no, that's I. You know, I respect dissenting opinions. Mm. Uh, for what it's worth, though, it's it, you know, uh, Bill. Bill is persevering. He, he's fought through, or you know, the things he talked about, and he is coming back on the show. You know, uh, through through the magic of uh, of podcast releases, as I mentioned earlier, there's been uh, you know the occasional Bill episode that's come up while he has been on hiatus. Uh, which I'm thankful we were able to do that. I don't know if Bill is as happy about it as we are because he was doing his protest. But anyway, uh, you know, we, we've, we've come to a point now where, where at least unless I'm misunderstanding and correct me if I am, you know, that Bill is ready to kind of, you know, come back, not every single episode, you know, because, again, he doesn't want to do the Marvel stuff. Uh, but, you know, regularly enough that you're going to hear him fairly frequently uh, and I'm going to use that as the stepping point to say that, you know, uh, Bill, Scott, and I have, have all been talking, and we've decided it's time for a slight, not dramatic, but a slight uh, format change. And what we're going to do is we are going to start kind of branching out a little bit. Uh, I think, you know, if, if, you've been, if you've been a long-time listener on the show, you know, uh, you know, the traditional format is that we just pick some random comics and we review them. And we are going to continue to do that. But there have also been different things that we've done, uh, you know, the score episodes and things of that like of, of that type uh, that we've done. And we have a plan, and I don't really want to go into detail, but we have a plan where we're going to be doing those things more often. And we're going to cycle them in and cycle them out and do things that aren't necessarily just random comic books, Uh Again, I, I don't want to get too much into detail right now. I think we'll do that, uh, you know, down the road slightly. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, we're talking about doing it has reinvigorated our excitement to a little, to an extent. Uh, you know, when you just do the same thing over and over again, and I've been doing the show for close to ten years now, uh, when you just do it, you know, continue to do the same thing, it's not that you don't enjoy it anymore, but it doesn't get you stoked the same way as it as it does uh when it's something new so moving on to do you know some different format things is kind of exciting for us and we're really looking forward to it and we hope it's going to show in the product that we put out and and quite you know again uh to be totally honest i'm stoked by the fact that bill is going to be back because uh you know, I, I've marveled about it for, uh, no, no pun intended, uh, I've marveled about it for, for close bastard. to the 10 years that we've been doing this together, that Bill was somebody I had never met. And Scott brought him onto the show, and then we started doing this together. And within, you know, a year or two, uh, he was and is one of my closest friends. And he, att- he attained that status before we ever met face-to-face. And I just think that's a weird, weird thing. It's something that, that just makes me, you know, shake my head sometimes and wonder how something like that happens because it's not something I ever would have thought of. But I'm thankful that it has. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm stoked that he's going to be coming back because we've stayed in touch and we keep talking, but it's not the same as having a regular, 
get together on a weekly basis, which I, you know, is one of the things that does keep me coming back. My friendship with Bill, my friendship with Scott, uh, if it was, you know, no offense to our listeners, but if it was just a matter of, hey, we're doing this so that you guys could listen to it, uh, we might have we might have faded by now. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love that, that people are getting enjoyment out of it, and I certainly hope they are. Uh, but, you know, it's it's the friendships that I have and, and the relationships with these two fine gentlemen that have kept me coming back for 10 years. Oh, you mean Scott. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm hoping that's part of the reason that you're coming back, you know, that that it's that you're excited about getting back with us and, you know, having that those regular get togethers. And I'm going to put those words in your mouth for you because you didn't say them on your own. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I feel on some levels uh, I have a deeper friendship with you than some people that I have known for like 35 years that I still, you know, see on a somewhat regular basis. But but you and I, you know, and Scott talk more and have, you know, a little bit more in-depth discussions than than I do with a lot of my quote-unquote friends and some of my actual family members, for that matter. Yeah, if, if you haven't figured it out, if you're listening, uh, when we record, a lot of times you're only hearing like a, 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 a small percentage of what we actually talk about. There's a lot more personal talk that just does not make it to the podcasting air. So. Oh, and I want to, before I forget... Uh, a lot of people on Facebook, because that's really the only social media that I do anything on, and I kind of uh, I've had problems with, you know, like at least once or twice, it, it was possible that my Facebook account was hacked, this or that, you know, I had to change some things, and I went through a lot of purging of friends, and, you know, maybe in the future I'll do what you did and create like a second Facebook account. Just for back to the bins to interact with 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 listeners on the show to try to keep my personal life separate from my podcasting life. Yeah, it's. I mean, I do that. Obviously, people who are friends with me on Facebook know that for podcasting purposes, I'm Paul BTTB. Whereas mm-hmm. in real life, I'm Paul Spataro, and I have a Facebook account for each. But I do try and keep them separate because. Actually, it's less because I wanted to exclude the podcast people and more because I wanted to exclude the non-podcast people from the podcast thing. Because yeah, because they're like, what I, is that? Yeah, I got some, tired of explaining what it is and why I do it and all of that. It just You do podcasting? What the heck is that? I don't even know what a podcast is. You know, I, I got, is, that I, like, is that like a radio show? <laughs> yeah, it's a radio show. Well, that is how I explain it to them. It's, it's kind of well, kind yeah. of a free radio Internet show. Internet radio. Oh, do you get paid for that? No. Why do you do it? Why are you asking so many f- questions? Yeah. <laughs> and this is why I have a separate account. <laughs> yeah. But I know there's a lot of people I unfriended, and uh, I mean, in one of my, you know, bills enraged and ripped the little elves' lungs out. I went a little nuts when I was an admin in the in the group and. There was one guy that had some dissenting opinions, and I basically banished him to the ninth level of hell. And uh, and he thanked us by giving us horrible reviews on on iTunes. Oh, sorry about that. No, 
no, that's you. You don't need to be sorry because he he was. I, I, you know, I'm not going to even go too much into in depth on it, but he was a he was a participant on 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 Facebook, and he actually put some interesting things. And I thought he was a decent guy, but then all of a sudden he came over the top with some criticism of of you and of uh, the Jack and Eddie brothers on Is It Yours? And I don't know why. I don't know why it was so, all of a sudden he was just blasting you guys, and and I defended him and defended you rather and defended them uh in what i thought was a respectful way uh and we got you know we, we still got these horrible reviews on on itunes uh anybody who's listening and you're still if you're still listening now uh despite the fact that we're not covering comics and you have enjoyed us over the years and you have not given us a facebook uh, an itunes review rather uh I, I would appreciate if you would to kind of balance off from this guy who who blasted us because mm. I, I just really felt we didn't deserve that. Well, I mean, I was a dick. <laughs> I mean, I basically kicked him off. But then immediately, at, at, what did I do immediately after I kicked him off, Paul? What did I do? Do you remember what I did? I don't. I kicked myself off. Oh. Because, okay. and, and and I told you, I said, I can't, I am no better that, you know, there's some other a-hole that just blocks somebody. So that I, I kind of put myself in self-imposed exile. And I was like, I'm removing myself from the Back to the Bins group as an admin, as everything. And that's when I just did a lot more. You know, I was very disgusted with social media and just basically bowed out of a lot of things. So now the only thing I really have in my cat it, my cat feed, my Facebook feed is like cat videos. Uh, this cat is chonky. The Adventures of Franklin and Butters, Catman Chris, uh, Shiba Inu, Shiro, Suki, and the Botats. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I got. And, you know, Back to the Bins will pop up. No offense, I don't really follow any people anymore. <laughs> Even you, Paul. I have it's to go okay. to your page to see what's going on. It's so, okay. No, I mean, no, in, no insult is, is taken from that. Trust me. You know, I, I don't, it's I don't... like I, I needed to purge. Everything from social media. I needed to just go away, go away for a while, get myself in a better place, clear my head. I hope I you're mean, in that better place. Because I, it, I think it, you it, are. This, you sound much more upbeat, and I, I, I'm, I, I take a lot of comfort in that. And just, just you know, to keep on the theme a little bit, uh, a lot of our friends care very much and have expressed. You know, is Bill okay? Is Bill okay? Some of them are people who we podcast with, and some of the people, some of them are listeners. Uh, you are very well respected and very well liked for everything that you do on here, and and I hope that gives you a feeling of of comfort and you know makes you want to do this more because because yeah. it's it's not in vain. Well, and again, this this isn't you know. Oh, poor me. Look at me. I have problems. Oh. I mean, I, everybody has problems. I, I understand that. But I'm just trying to explain why I've been – I just kind of, you know, I put baby in the corner and I was baby. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at bins at twotruefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. 
which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of Demanzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Hey, before I forget, um, I just wanted to let you know, you suck. I know. <laughs>